Welcome back to Balance Boldly for ambitious women and a few brave men. This is the podcast with myself, Nikita Thigpen, the number one balance and relationship advisor in the world. And I am here to help you move from beyond that simply surviving your work life into a space and place where you can create balance, create love, create joy, and thrive in your life and business. Um, As you guys know, who have been following us for quite some time, we've made a pivot in the last few episodes from just kind of really campaigning for you to shake the shame that was stunning your growth and giving you some tools and resources of what you can do after you shake it off. Like, well, what now, Nikita? And many of you would have to come and see me in person or to live events uh, or to be a part of my inner circle in order to get those tools. So we decided to back up to go with the space that we grow in the most, which is give, give, grow, my 3G mindset, and to make sure that I looked for, searched diligently for mogul-minded experts like the one we're going to interview today who are willing to be honest with you, to be to be raw, to be clear, to be transparent, and share not only the pathway and the process that they've been pivoting along their own successful road, but how they've been combating burnout and creating their kind of custom fit version of work-life balance that allows them to amass the success that they have so you can collect nuggets along the way and apply it to your own life. Just take what, what makes sense for you. You know how they say, take a little bit of some and leave the rest for anyone else who wants it. That's what I want you to do today. You don't have to take every single thing just take what makes sense to you to apply it to your life so you can literally move into a space of thriving that is what is most important and I have an excellent amazing woman with such a cute accent I must say I really love her accent She's phenomenal. And I don't typically like go super deep into the bio of someone because you guys know that you can read it on the show notes and iTunes and iHeartRadio and all those places. But I was really thoroughly impressed with this. Whitney Nicely is an expert of her own, you know, foundation. She is literally homegrown right from Tennessee. And you'll hear hear her East Tennessee accent when she starts talking. It's so amazing. Um, She is an expert property investor, a speaker, and a real estate coach. She's phenomenal, and she's considered the queen of real estate investing in all of East Tennessee, but that is not where she got started. Like many of us, she had to kind of pull herself up by the bootstraps and work her way through the nonsense of life and all the hills and peaks and valleys that were thrown at her. Um, Before she quit her nine to five job, Whitney scraped by on $24,000 a year. She was working at a desk job and living with on her parents' couch, if you can believe it. Um, That was back in 2013. So it was not that long ago, only about five years. And now she is making more than $2.5 million in real estate assets. Along a lot of the pivots and challenges that she's had, She's now investing in more than 19 houses, 19 apartment units, and seven chunks of land in less than just the last three years, where she's accumulated so much, not just money, y'all, because money matters, we know that, but so much in inspirational capital to allow her to pour into other people, other real estate investors, and show them how to find deals and find them fast, which I know she's going to talk about later. I was so impressed with her bio and all the kind of trials and tribulations 
calculations that she had to do to kind of pull herself up by the bootstraps. When her team reached out to me, I absolutely 100% needed to have her on the Balance Bully podcast for ambitious women, especially knowing that she's been on one of my faves on Entrepreneur on Fire, GSD Mode, Richer Soul with Rocky Levani, and Real Estate Investing Profits for Master Series with Corey Boatwright, just to name a few of the other great podcast places and sages that she's been on. I thought she would just be so phenomenal to come here today and just talk to us for a few minutes about some of the things that she's done to combat her own burnout and deal with her own imposter syndrome if she's had to deal with all those things. So Whitney, welcome to Balance Boldly. How are you today? Thanks for having me, Nikita. This is going to be fun. (laughs) It really, really, really is. Um, So obviously I gave a little bit of a peek at your background and kind of the crazy that has been all all amassed in your life and all the things that have been going on. I would love for you to share with people um, that are listening and tuning in today. What is one thing, whatever that might be that you can think of that you feel like has changed your life for the better because of the positions that you're in now and something you had to, you know, kind of maneuver through like that one big challenge you had to maneuver through in, in order to be where you are today. I had to get over thinking that I needed money and credit and a license to get into real estate. My mom has always been a real estate investor, but she did things the old, slow, boring way where she'd save up a bunch of money and then buy a house and then hope and pray she'd get her money back eventually. Mm-hmm. I needed more than that. I also, when I started looking at real estate investors, my mom was the only woman I saw and she wasn't doing things the way I thought we should be doing things in the 2000s. So I really struggled with how to find a mentor mm-hmm. that was like me, had all the same struggles that I had because as women, we have you know, like 18 unpaid jobs and things that we're trying to juggle. And now you want me to add being a real estate investor in on that? Right. Like, how, does that how does that balance happen? And so I really struggled finding my balance and knowing when I was pushing my limits on being a woman and being a real estate investor. Yeah, no, that's, I think you're speaking to the choir, especially with so many of the ambitious women that tune into Balance Boldly. Many of them are entrepreneurs, but many, most of them actually are entrepreneurial minded executives. So they're rocking multiple hats, right? Like um, all across the board. And it's a, it's a big challenge because you want ambitiously as you are, you're determined to succeed. You want more, but you're not sure where the heck you're going to find time for it and still have some semblance of a life. Um, so I, I would love to know more about you and how you're managing that, especially with all the running around you have to do with managing properties, managing egos with the people who, you know, like I know that that's a big thing in real estate, especially at the market level that you're at. Like, how are you, how are you dealing with that? Well, specifically speaking to the men, it has, or speaking about men, I guess I should say, when I got into real estate investing, I had a boyfriend that told me that I would never be successful, that nobody would want to do the deals that I was amped up to do, and that all the big boys already had a grip on the market, and I wouldn't be able to wiggle my way in. Hmm. And so I, like, I didn't have any real negative talk in my head, but I had my boyfriend telling me that pretty much every day. And instead of being like, yeah, you're right. I bowed up on him and said, hold my beer and watch this. Mm. (laughs) And uh, now he's my husband. And I I serve him a little bit of that for breakfast every morning. And uh, he really had to get on this uh, girl power wagon that I got. 
and uh, he's he's embraced it fully now. But it it was a big switch for him to see that I was going to go out. I was going to make something happen. I was going to get my feelings hurt, but he didn't need to protect me from that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, that's that's a really valuable point because we typically have the people who are closest to us can be the ones that might snatch the dream just because of their own fears, right? Um, so I love that. First of all, let me commend you for not kicking him you know, kicking him to the curb, um, as my, my younger teenage daughter would say, kick rocks. So <laughs> thank you for not having him kick rocks and being able to, you know, be in a space where you were willing to grow up together. Cause that, that's really what it is, right? Like just growing up in the space and having the right support. Um, so do, were you guys able to manage your time and your love life with like, now you're on beast mode. So you're in beast mode, like hold my bear, watch this. But what what about your relationship? Like, how were you able to manage that while he's seeing you grow and, you know, ball up, so to speak, um, and, you know, sit back and encourage you while he's learning to support you in that process? It's an ongoing battle. It really is. As I continue to grow and um, do things and have more available to me, Mm -hmm. um, it's a growth spurt for him as much as it is me. Um, and we do things kind of differently. So my home base is in Tennessee mm-hmm. and he has children in Georgia. So he lives in Georgia. I pretty much live in Tennessee and he works in Florida. So we have always been long distance. And for that, for us, that works. We tried to live together, uh, our second year that we were married and we almost killed each other. So yeah, yeah. Really, uh, time and space is good for us and that way <laughs> I have enough room to stretch my wings mm-hmm. and then I have enough time when I am with him to be the wifey that he really needs and he doesn't feel you know bullied out right no that that makes complete sense and I know more and more couples are they're not necessarily doing it in complete separate locations but they are choosing sides of the house so you take the left wing I'll take the right um, even if it's only a little hallway space, you know, in between the left and the right for that very reason, especially when you're already feeling emotionally like you're two passing ships. Sometimes you just need to have a private space to kind of wind down, um, you know, more than anything when you're dealing with a woman who's as ambitious as you are and has so much going on. Um, so I appreciate for the appreciation for the second time for not not only not kicking out your husband, but not killing him. So thank you. For that. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is- I know people want us to all be the same, but we're just not. Men and women are different. We need different things. We speak different languages. Yeah. Different things, you know, turn us on in business and in life and like just in food. We're just different. And so for us to have our own space to be different people and still be strong and still not want to kill each other and still love each other, that was very important for us to find that balance. And if it involves just, you know, seeing each other on the weekends and so that we're always in our lovey-dovey space, cool. You know, it, it's good. And one thing also that helped us is I love real estate. I'm all mm-hmm. about real estate all the time. Like if you talk to me about anything else, I don't have much to say. <laughs> he does not love houses. Mm-hmm. But apartment investing, commercial investing, doing big high-rises, He's very analytical. And so getting into commercial real estate was what turned him on. So I grew into apartments and he grew into real estate investing. And so apartments are what we do together as fun. Like some people golf, we talk about apartments and get couples massages. (laughs) 
Listen, I I think that's a great work life balance. Like we're we're going to ball up together <laughs> and and create great investments as well as wind down together um, without feeling like you're overcrowded. Because I think that that's one of the the larger challenges when we're talking, especially when we're talking in the healthy relationship um, and even deeper in the intimate love space. Burnout in love is a is a real thing. Like you can get tired of each other really quick, especially when you're trying to force each other's thoughts and you know views on each other like well my view is commercial space is the space to be in and well my view is you know it's real estate like that could be really challenging but when you have that separation it allows you to breathe a little bit and see the other other perspective um so that's phenomenal it's very unconventional and i'm sure you've heard that previously from other people like your living situation yeah exactly it's very unconventional but, you know, I always say create your custom fit balance. Like, it's whatever works for you. It's not cookie cutter. My work-life balance with a 21-year-old, a grandchild, and a 17-year-old teenager and a husband is not necessarily going to be the same as yours or someone else who might even have that same kind of dynamic. It's just very, very different. Um, and I think what's hilarious, and it will probably go into your real estate space, is uh, recently, I was speaking at, um, I won't say the name of the company because they are a current client, but an international client. Um, and they said, well, we don't believe in work-life balance. We believe in work-life flexibility. I was like, really? Are we we're going to get into semantics? Like, you, you know, like your work-life balance is supposed to be flexible according to what you can create with, within the culture, you know, within reason of your team. And I know that you see that on the real estate side when someone comes in with their laundry list of expectations of what type of house or apartment or living, you know, whatever it is that they're interested in, what kind of deals they want to make. And they don't understand that you still need to be flexible with within that process. And you will get exactly what you want, maybe even more than that. But you can't get hooked onto the semantics of, you know, I don't know, in your language, I guess it would be like based on location, like, you know, the, well, it's not in the what is that considered? The urban side versus the rural side? I don't know. Clearly, I'm not a real estate investor, right? I call but... it a honey hole. I want to talk about where you can go to make the money, honey. <laughs> I love that. I... And, you know, for me, when I when I talk to other women, you know, I also have to make sure they remember that this isn't their house. When we're talking about investments, you don't have to nest there, okay? You're not going to lay your head down there. You're not going to raise your babies there. It needs to be clean enough, good enough, and safe enough. And that's it. It doesn't have to be amazing. And so a lot of times that's a hard switch for women to make. Now, as business women, we know that when I look at a house, I'm not looking at a home. I'm looking at inventory. If I was selling cars, if I was selling makeup, it don't matter. It's inventory. Mm -hmm. It's not my home. Mm -hmm. And so you really have to separate that. And sometimes my ladies have to kind of make a kind of like an alter ego so that they can think from their investment standpoint and from their heart perspective. So, you know, that that's the struggle that I face a lot of times and making sure that they, when, when they get into their honey hole, they become a big fish in a small pond. It's less than a year and they're the number one investor in this zip code, mm. you know? And so that's what I'm really looking for. I don't want you going where there's a lot of competition and you're going to be, you know, going up against the big boys or the good old boys club or yeah. all that. I want you to go where you can get some deals done and get your confidence boosted and get your money rolling. 
Well, isn't that the same? I mean, honestly, from real estate to various other industries, you know, and I'm sure you've heard the blue ocean, red ocean phenomena, like, you know, find your blue ocean and stop trying to swim in the red ocean, right? Um, we do that across all levels of our lives, you know, in relationships, if you're, if you're new to a relationship and you're dating, you don't know where to go. So you go where everyone else is going, but that's not the best place to go find your man, you know, like where everyone else is going. Like you, you got to do the same thing and kind of switch hats. What is, um, uh, what's her name? Beyonce has, has said her, her alter ego was Sasha Fierce. I was trying to think of the name. And Sasha Fierce was the one that was sexy and dynamic on stage when she was moving into another level where Beyonce is more introverted and quiet. And, you know, she had to learn how to separate in order to be her best self in her work. And that's exactly what you're saying. Like create the alter ego for whatever you need to do within reason, of course, and that's legal um, <laughs> to create your best self. So I'm curious, how are you helping other women do what you do and become as fierce as you are in real estate? Well, a lot of women kind of get scared to do the negotiating. They're afraid somebody won't take their deal or won't like what they're offering or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so they back out. And that is when you have to dip into your Sasha and be like, no, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I've negotiated deals and got back in the car and been like, who was that? What was <laughs> that? Like, holy crap. Let's do that again. You know, and that's when it's really fun. And that's when you kind of surprise yourself at how strong you are, how brave you are. And that's a lot of times what gets it done. And I love that and because I am, I am strong mm -hmm. and I allow women to be strong with me. I don't try to make them be nice and good and those things that we're supposed to be supposedly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want them to be strong and to be fierce and to be uh, independent and love what they're doing because we have such strong hearts, but sometimes we become a doormat on accident so that everybody else gets what they want. Preach. Mm -hmm. You know, and we do that in real estate all the time. We bend and bend and bend until sometimes we don't make anything, but we make everybody happy. No, right. no, 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 no. That doesn't help me get a beach house. Right. That mm. doesn't help me with my family. You are saying it. Um, I um, have been, I always tease people because I'm a minister and I always say, I'm going to get kicked out of a lot of churches because of my language. Um, and it's not because I curse or anything, but I believe in being a little selfish so you can do the selfless work. Like it's really important. Um, and to your point, it's, you can't just be stuck on survival mode and just getting just enough to get by when you got into this so you could thrive. Like your whole reason for being more than just this space of hustle mode all the time is so that you can be a mogul and, you know, really dominate in whatever field that you're trying to, to make the biggest, deepest impact. So I super, Whitney, I so appreciate you saying that. Um, on every level. So with that said, I have to ask you, like, you know, how do you bring it down a few notches and give yourself permission to pause so you can refill your cup before you do that selfless work? So I surround myself with strong women. Another mm -hmm. problem that women have is that we feel like if we make a bunch of money, we feel guilty about that. You were talking mm -hmm. about guilt earlier. I, my girls and I make a whole lot of money really quickly. And then we celebrate that. We celebrate with manicures and pedicures, with massages, with trips, and a lot of times, especially in business, we think, well, I'm going to go to this conference, I'm going to get this, this, and this, and this done. A lot of my events, a lot of my trips are 
time to pause mm-hmm. being out of the office, out of my zone, out of my hustle and stopping to smell the roses. And I book that into my schedule every other month. And I come back so on fire. I love for that. My I, I love that. So you talked about um, amongst many other nuances. So anyone who's just tuning in, please rewind this episode. You will not regret it. You talked about everything from, you know, finding a mentor to make sure that you have someone that's doing what you want to do to pour into you, but also to guide you to also being able to be in a space to kind of deal with the imposter syndrome stuff that we deal with sometimes when we feel like we're not good enough, we're not strong enough, we're not fast enough to handle it, is create an alter ego, something that you can step into and really rock the boat and you can come back and say, wow, like what lessons have I learned from this other side of myself that was always there in the first place? And and celebrating your wins, which I know what you're doing a lot of is training people to get more of those wins. And you have this fine deal done, fat, you know, the fine deal done fast coaching program, which is awesome. Um, I would love for you to take a couple of seconds and just talk about that and let people know where they can find you. Awesome. So first deal done fast is really just speaking to women who want to get their first real estate deal done fast. So you get that quick win, you get that confidence, and you get that money to be able to spool yourself and be Mm -hmm. selfish and take time to do something for you, which helps your mental health a whole lot, your physical health, health too. But it's the mental health that I think keeps strong women strong and setting a good foundation so that when we get to those seven figure incomes, we don't squander it like a lottery winner and then end up with nothing. Mm-hmm. So I also in First Build and Fast focus on some mindset, focus on some psychology with you and your sellers and your buyers, but also making sure that you're making it a whole experience, not just buying and selling houses, but investing in your area, investing in your neighborhood and helping the world. No, I absolutely love that. Um, And thank you for that correction, because, you know, I can't talk. I'm like a world speaker who can't talk. So I said fine, but it is first deal done fast. So thank you for that um, on every level. And where can people contact you to find out more? You can go to firstdealdonefast.com or you can look, um, you can type Whitney nicely in on any search bar and there's going to be a whole lot of stuff out there about me. (laughs) hopefully all the good great stuff and if there's anything that's not just keep moving and contact her and find out yourself right (laughs) i've got a youtube channel with lots of real estate videos on it about 700 right now oh well that's yeah that's a good training background for people to just kind of dive in and to really get to explore and and get to know you more that's awesome yes ma'am on every level. Well, thank you, Whitney. I so appreciate your time and just respect the fact that you were able to not make this million dollars in the last 30 minutes with us because you were giving us a million dollars worth of awesome (laughs) emotional capital and tools and strategies to grow with. So I appreciate that, that investment that you just gave to all the ambitious women and those few brave men who are listening to the Balance Boldly podcast. If you guys are new, for anyone who's new to listening, I thank you so much for taking this time out. I encourage you to subscribe 
to balance boldly for ambitious women to make sure you can get the notifications on a weekly basis because we as you can see we pull back the curtain and we go deep and we dive in we want you to understand that your pathway to success is going to be unique but there are lots of tools and strategies and techniques that you can use to get there if you learn and open yourself to learning them from other mogul-minded entrepreneurs and executives who have already been there they've already done it you don't have to repeat all the mistakes alone in your life in your love and in your business um, as always I want you to be in a space where you create your balance and create your joy so until the next time I'm Nikita Thigpen make sure you enjoy your day but do it boldly <laughs>